Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Jesus is Alive. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're such a good God. Your mercies are new every day. Father, we're so thankful that you are love. Father, that you sent your very own Son to represent your love. He paid the ultimate sacrifice, Father, and all we have to do is choose with the free will you've given us to make Jesus the Lord of our life. Not to believe in our head for him that he was a good man or a good prophet, no, but to believe and receive his lordship in our life, that he died on that cross, that he was your son, that he's our ticket to salvation. And your word says if we confess him with our mouth and believe in our heart that he died on the cross, was raised from the dead, we will be saved. And we choose to do so, Father. We thank you for it. We choose to walk in your ways. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about Jesus is alive. We started yesterday talking about the critical fact that our God is not dead. He is alive. There will be no saving power from Jesus if he didn't rise from the dead. But he did, praise God. Let's start today in Luke 24 from the New King James Bible and first review a couple key verses from yesterday. Verse 1, Now in the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. Two, but they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Verse 4b, Two men stood by them in shining garments. Of course, these were the angels. Five, then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? Six, he is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. Verse seven, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Folks, just like in today's times, many people don't really listen to what Jesus, the Word of God, the Bible, is telling them. In this case, Jesus clearly told them he would be crucified at the hands of sinful men and rise again on the third day. Verse 10b, who told these things to the apostles, 11, and their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. My friends, so here again, Jesus' followers, the apostles, did not believe Jesus rose from the dead. So dropping down to verse 30, Jesus was with a couple of his followers, but they didn't recognize him. Verse 30, Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he took bread, blessed and broken, and gave it to them. Folks, of course, Jesus said to do this in remembrance of him. It reminds us of his crucifixion and his rising from the dead. 31, Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And we closed yesterday with John 20, 29. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. My friends, this statement is for the true Christians of today's times, praise God. Now let's go today to Luke 24, verse 32. And they said to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road? and while he opened the scriptures to us. Folks, the word of God, Jesus, will put our hearts on fire for the things of God, especially the preached word of God at church, if we'll make our flesh behave and attend regular church. 
33, so they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together. 34, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Folks, notice that true believers are supposed to share and should want to share that Jesus was crucified and raised from the dead for our sins. All we have to do is confess him with our mouth and heart and receive his lordship in our life. 35. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. 36. Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said, Peace to you. 37. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit. 38. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why did doubts arise in your hearts? 39. Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for the Spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. 40. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Friends, when we get discouraged sometimes in our walk with the Lord, we need to remember that the great apostles with Jesus during his life had to feel Jesus' hands and feet, the nail marks and holes, to believe it was him. 41. But while they still did not believe for joy and marvel, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and some honeycomb. 43. And he took it and ate at their presence. 44. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. 45, and he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Folks, Jesus reviewed the scriptures with them. We have to be solid on the word of God. The word is Jesus and Jesus is the word. 46, then he said to them, thus it is written and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. My friends, again, Jesus died and rose from the dead on the third day. 47, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. Folks, here is the key. Why did Jesus need to be crucified and raised from the dead? That repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name to all nations. Let's say that again. That repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations. Folks, it's not about talking about how great God is and how wonderful he is and he is. But see, the message of salvation is that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in Jesus' name, not in another God's name, in Jesus' name. Verse 48, and you are witnesses of these things. My friends, we are all witnesses to the sacrifice of Jesus. 49. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Folks, wow. So many people miss this part of Christianity. 50. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. 51. Now it came to pass, while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. Folks, don't pay attention to the news media. Jesus is in heaven at the right hand of the Father, praise God. 
52, and they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. 53, and they were continually in the temple. That will be church, folks. They were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. My friends, this is what we should be doing regularly and consistently if we are a follower of Jesus. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're not dead. Your son rose again from the grave on the third day, and he's at your right hand. We're so thankful for our future to be with you in heaven. We choose to live a life that glorifies you every single day, Father, and to be quick to repent when we miss you. Father, we're so thankful. You give us boldness to preach your gospel in these last of the last days. Father, we have your love inside of us, not to want anyone to be lost. Father, so we choose to be bold, to preach your word with love, to reach those that are lost, Father, with the help of your Holy Spirit. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.